Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Leopard Radio. I'm your host, Wire Station Director Dave Kreider. And if this is your first time tuning into The Leopard, this is a uh, show that we do kind of bridging a connection between Wire and the Wentworth Alumni Association, which is a a volunteer group of Wentworth community members um, helping out with the uh, alumni community. And last week we had Stephen Fusi, who is a Wentworth graduate in the mechanical engineering program from the class of 1974. And Steve has been a huge help for us in getting uh, this new studio space in Wire in the uh, first floor of Beatty. So, you know, we just had to have him on the show. And if you want to hear it, you can find us on Facebook or Twitter at Wentworth Radio and navigate to our Mixcloud link, which hosts all of our um, archived shows. And the audio track will be under, under Leopard Radio if you want to find that one, episode one, Steve Fusi. And I was, I was talking to Steve after the show and just kind of you know, asking him uh, his thoughts on future shows at the Leopard. And when uh, we ran this idea uh, by you, Adam, uh, I was just blown away by the response of the alumni. We, we thought we might get maybe one or two people involved, but I just have an entire full uh, sheet of people's email addresses and contact information to come on the show. And I was just talking to Steve about that, and he told me that you know we had to get you, Adam, on the show. So I'd like to welcome Mr. Adam Palmer to the station. Adam, could you just introduce yourself to everybody? Excellent. My name is Adam Palmer. I graduated electromechanical engineering here at Wentworth 2009, and I'm the current president of the Wentworth Alumni Association. Thank you for having me, Dave. This That's is fantastic. great. Yeah, I'm glad you can come on, man. So I got in touch with Adam recently to uh, see if he was interested in the show, and you know, naturally, since we're a Radio station. I had to have him pick out a few song, a few of his favorite songs. And this last track that we just heard in the beginning there, that was called. What was it called? Uh, that's Bills by that's uh, Lunch Money Lewis. Bills by Lunch Money Lewis. And I'm a huge fan now. I, I, I just was kind of embarrassed that I never heard this track before. And it had like 50 million views on uh, YouTube. How'd you come across it? It's actually. Uh, they, they, I'm on a bowling league. Uh, late Tuesday nights, and uh, it's it's one it's one of the biggest biggest hits when it comes on. Everyone knows you really? bowl, bowl better with a good song. So, oh, that's a, it, if you're if you're not so good of a bowler, play Bills, and you you might uh, pick up a few points Bills. here and there. I have to get that on automation. And you you just told me earlier that when you were back in uh, Wentworth, Wire was. Wire wasn't like a huge thing, right? But you got in touch with them every yeah. once in a while. You're trying to get them to play some of your favorite songs. They used to request uh, you could call in or you could request through AIM at the time, uh, and at AOL chat. You know, everyone knows oh, yeah. that still. Um, and you could you could message in and you could you could. They had a robot that you could talk to, and uh, we would always every day call and have them play Mr. Roboto. I don't I don't think they're huge fans of it, but we we had the radio on, so I think that was the positive there. <laughs> That's amazing. Are you a big fan of the song? Like, what, what would you say some of your favorite uh, bands were from your uh, from growing up and you know just during your time at Wentworth? I'm not sure. I don't. I don't really stick to a particular band. I'm more of a radio guy. Uh, so whatever the the top hits at the time, um, or you know, it's it's nice to listen to some older hits. You know, from the '90s at this point. Um, it, it, I listen to a lot of talk radio too. So kind of kind of back and forth between the two. Talk radio. Okay. Do you have any any favorites? You listen to like terrestrial radio usually like in your car or something. Yeah, like usually that? yeah, a lot in the car a lot of the time. Okay. Um, they they kind of got rid of the talk. Yeah, sports radio when when Patriots and football's on. Sure. Then I switch over to 10:30, but you can only listen to that for 20 minutes before you've heard it all. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, so exactly. it just depends. And uh, so let's venture back a little bit, talk about uh, you, Adam. So did you did you grow up in the Boston area? I actually grew up uh, in northern Vermont, born in Maine, uh, and then moved to northern Vermont when I was maybe five or six. So. Vermont, okay. 
And when you grew up, did you did you know that you wanted to be in the in the field of engineering? Did you have you know anybody close to you who brought about some kind of interest in it? And were your parents involved with it? No, I actually didn't really know anybody at all that was in engineering. Yeah. Um, just kind of a thing. I was good at math and science. And uh, you know, when you're a junior in high school and you're talking to your guidance counselors and they say, "All right, you got to do something," uh, engineering just kept popping back up. It kind of fell in my lap. Um, and say, same with Wentworth. So uh, you said you were from Vermont, right? Yeah, Vermont. About you know, right on the Canadian border, about a mile away, up in Newport, Vermont. Oh. And uh, it's a really beautiful place. Yeah, it, we had to had to go somewhere. There's no colleges there, and uh, right. call, call, going to college was the choice. Uh, just had to figure out where. Um, so we just looked for schools, affordable engineering schools, kind of yep. within driving distance, and it kind of just went from there. And you found out about Wentworth. Fantastic. Yeah. Was it, was it like your guidance counselor? Did you just find out no. about it online? I don't actually remember. You, uh, what, you graduated in 2009, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, so this is what, around 2005, 2004? Yeah, 2004, yeah. 2004. And then uh, I'm not really exactly sure. I had a ton of schools I was going to apply to, mm-hmm. and uh, I got into Wentworth, and I just stopped College, college applications yeah, were so hard thing. at the time. Right. Um, I was between a few different schools, and I remember, remember the big thing, and this was the same with a lot of my friends, just the co-op program really spoke, really uh, got them interested yeah, for in sure. this and was a factoring um, thing to get get them as a part of Wentworth. So you pursued Wentworth and uh, electrical, electromechanical engineering, was yeah, it? Yeah, electromechanical. Um, when looking at schools, I didn't know exactly what kind of engineering I wanted yeah. to do, which I think is the case for a lot, a lot of people. So right. I thought electrical, thought mechanical. Um, and okay, they yeah, had you're going to have to help me out with this yeah. because I'm a business management student and I'm surrounded by engineers all the time. Well, um, electromechanical is just a blend. It's like a double between electrical and mechanical. Okay. Electromechanical. So it's five years. Um, best program here, in my opinion. But... It's, uh, I'm a little biased towards that. Uh, it's, it's just excellent, uh, and it yeah. prepares you for a little bit of everything. So you came here in 2004, and uh, how, were, how were your classes at the time? Do you have any professors that really uh, left an impression on you? Any yeah, they were excellent. Uh, with the electromechanical, there was only 50 of us uh, in the whole major, so they uh-huh. kind of split us down the middle. Um, and most of our classmates we had for the, the whole five years. Um, and then the teachers were a small core group. I think a lot of them are still here. Professor Olia, Professor Shadid, unfortunately passed away. Uh, he was excellent. Uh, Professor Driscoll still here, um, who's been Driscoll, here forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah Steve Fusey talked about him. Yeah. Yeah. What, what does he teach? Uh, I don't know if he teaches at all anymore, but maybe he does. Uh, but he's, he's head of engineering, or okay. the, that program. So yeah, He's, he's actually had guy. people, his students have come here had students they went out you know worked in the world came back were teachers and retired and he's yeah. still here <laughs> so he's just and unbelievable kids are having him for yeah he's unbelievable that's so that's crazy a lot of dedicated people make yeah. make a good place where'd you have your co-op at just out of curiosity so my co-ops i, I had three co-ops i worked at national grid uh which oh, really yeah, which which kind of helped me learn that I didn't want to work for a big company, but it was a good experience. Sure, sure. And they worked at a small uh, electrical supply center uh, called uh, Ralph Pilt, which doesn't exist anymore. Is that a smaller company? Though? Yeah, it was a small small family company mm. with a few branches. It doesn't exist anymore. Uh, got bought out by another larger one. And then I worked at JM Electrical. Okay. Yeah, we're going to talk a, a little bit about that in just a second. Mm-hmm. Um, so you said you didn't really like the aspects of a, of a bigger company. What didn't you like about it? It's just, it's it's tough, uh, I think, it, and not particular to National Grid, just in general, um, and working for a larger company, you, 
you don't get to have your hands in as much things. Sure. Um, so that, I kind of learned that quickly as a co-op. Um, it, it, you, you do one thing and you're helpful, but then you know there's a team of maybe there's maybe five co-ops at the time, so everyone's kind of doing their own little thing. But when you're just the only co-op, I think you learn a lot more. Right. Get yeah. a lot more out of it. I've been working at a small company for. I mean, my first two co-ops were also at the same exact place. I just mm -hmm. loved it my first time around. I worked at a Bouchard Real Estate over by Copley, um, which is a sales and rentals office. And it maybe had a number of agents that worked there pro were probably like 15 when I started. And we've been growing, which is great because, you know, starting off in a small business and then watching the company evolve yeah. is really interesting. That's why I kind of decided to come back for my second co-op, just, you know, watching uh, the number of agents grow and stuff like that and them hiring more. I started a marketing uh, intern and just them having to you know, get more marketing agents or more marketing associates. It's just really like fulfilling and worthwhile to, to watch the to watch yeah. business grow. And as a small one grows into a, a larger one, they can still maintain that small business feel. Exactly. It's nice. It's exactly. really nice. I love it. So we're going to do a small music break here. We're going to talk about uh, your current job, which is JM Electric. Yep, Jim Right after the break. So up next is going to be Black Betty by Ram Jam, classic song. Excellent.
everybody. We are back on Leopard Radio. If you're just tuning in, this is a alumni talk show, and I'm joined today by uh, Mr. Adam Palmer, who's a Wentworth graduate from the uh, class of 2009, and he's the current project manager at JM Electric and also the, the president of the Wentworth Alumni Association. So um, we were just talking a little bit earlier about uh, Adam, you know, uh, getting involved with electromechanical engineering, him coming to uh, Wentworth, and then him pursuing some uh, co-op programs. And he mentioned he worked at National Grid, and he also worked at uh, JM Electric. So you received your co-op at that place of business? Correct? Yeah, yep. I did my, my senior year co-op, uh, senior summer at JM Electrical. Okay. And then uh, we kind of just worked out from there. And you just sucked through it. Yeah, yep. They stayed on a little bit throughout the fall and winter, and then they offered me a job to come back the next summer. And then the rest is history. It's been almost eight years now. Eight years, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so um, what kind of like projects have you been undertaking? As a, You worked as a project manager. Yeah, I'm a project manager there. and we You started do, out as project manager? I started as an assistant project manager and yep. then moved to project manager. It's kind of, we're very small. We only have about 12, 13 of us in the office, uh, about 150 guys out in the field. So we're, uh, we run a lot of guys out in the field and they're very, very uh, reliable. We don't have to get out there too much. We can, we can focus in the office doing what we do best and they yeah. can do what they do best. It's, it's, it's great. Uh, we do uh, low voltage HVAC automation. So low at, voltage HVAC. At, at the simplest, we put put thermostats in. Uh, that's okay. kind of like what you would see. Um, but a building has a lot more to it to run, make the hot water and the cold water and the fresh air and um, a little bit of everything. Oh. So at, at the base level, uh, the thermostats you see on the walls, we we might have put them on. So you're doing, uh, I mean, just any kind of building, really? Yeah, we do uh, uh, from universities to hospitals to uh, small retail to the, the all the mid-rises and high-rises high going up downtown, um, pharmaceutical, yeah. prisons, Okay. you name all it, we, we do a little bit. All around the, the Boston area, greater yeah. Boston area? Yeah, all the way up to New Hampshire, down to the Cape. Uh, we got some work on Martha's Vineyard right now. Got some work all the way out in Holyoke, uh, Worcester, uh, so a little bit, a little bit place. of everywhere in Massachusetts. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. And do you have any projects that really stick out to you? Any achievements that you'd say? Um, no, no projects in particular. Sure, we really, yeah. we really do a lot of projects. Just working hard. Uh, just working hard. Um, we've we've really done a lot to bring uh, technology to JM. Um, the the owner of JM, Paul Garasino, uh, he graduated Wentworth in '72. Um, and, uh, you know, he's a trustee here at Wentworth. Uh, he's become real involved. Uh, and then so he, he really lets me come back and spend a lot of time here. Uh, but he's very open to technology and new ideas. Um, so we've, we have uh, we really try to stress that technology in the field. Yeah. Um, all of our foremen carry iPads every day where they can be a direct link to the office. They can look at look at plans and prints and pull them right up on their iPads. Really? I remember seven years ago when I got there, we gave him, or eight years ago, we gave him cell phones and with email. Um, I said, I'm never going to read this. And now <laughs> the email's down for two or three minutes. Everyone's calling me. Hey, my yeah. email doesn't work anymore. <laughs> so it's, it, it's a little bit, uh, it's it bringing technology into a, uh, in a, a manual trade uh, out in the field where you're, you're working with tools, uh, but the, the technology really gives them uh, an edge where they can really uh, succeed. Sure. And you mentioned that, you said the president went, went to Wentworth? Yeah, yeah. Paul Garasino, the owner of uh, JM, went to Wentworth. Owner of JM. Uh, oh. And uh, it, it's, it, he's been involved here ever since. Um, he actually went to school with Steve Fusier 
your guests from last yeah. week. So they, they were classmates. They were That's classmates. Amazing. So That's amazing one, one of them cheated off the other. We're not sure which way it went, <laughs> but I think they helped each other get through school. <laughs> That's great. That's great. And uh, is, is he part of the Alumni Association? Uh, Paul's actually a trustee. Trustee, yeah. Okay. yeah. So he came back as a trustee. He was never part of the alumni, well, technically part of the Alumni Association, I guess, but every, every alum is. Um, but uh, right. he, he, yeah, Paul serves as a trustee now as well. And uh, speaking of that, Adam, so that's how we first kind of met. I think it was a few months ago. We were outside. We were talking to, is it Paula? Paula, Paula Seiki, yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, th- we're in an we institutional advancement there. We first had conversation there. with her. It was, it was a conversation between myself, Steve, and uh, Paula. And we just ran, like, it was just an idea throughout there with, like, mm-hmm. the whole alumni radio show. And she responded, like, really enthusiastic about that so we uh, we ran that by you i remember is in like the pouring rain and uh, we came to your office and everybody uh just you know they, they were so happy um, yeah it was excellent we were so happy to be there they were so happy to have us there we, we ran it by them and uh, again i was just just blown away by the response to that we have an entire sheet of i'd say like 15 to 20 people yeah. who are interested in coming on the show. So I wanted to thank you uh, so much for helping us uh, put this together. Yeah, our pleasure. We have a dedicated uh, board. It's about 22 Absolutely. formal members um, of the Warner's Alumni Association. Uh, so it, the dedicated board uh, and then the e-board. Um, but about 22 elected positions. Um, and all of them were ex- very excited uh, yeah. about coming on here. So I think it'll be, you know, just everyone will be eager to come week after week. So this oh, is a, wonderful. it's a great venue coming here and have a little party in the in the wire booth. And yeah, we got some lights on right yeah. now. Got some disco lights. It's, so it's a party in here. It's excellent. So if any, any alumni are listening right now, if you want to go to uh, wire.wit.edu slash alumni, there's a little form you can fill out. You're just going to give out your, uh, your full name, your email address. We'll get in contact with you. We're going to be doing this uh, every Tuesday at 5 p.m. So if you can get signed up on the forum, uh, we'll reach back out to you. Hopefully we can uh, connect and we can have you uh, on the show next time. That'd be great. And um, Adam, how did you yourself get involved with the One Worth Alumni Association? Did you graduate in 2009? So I'm surprised that you uh, just went back to there so uh, so quickly and got involved with that. Yeah, it's kind of been a longstanding tradition. Uh, I was the president of student government here for a couple of years. And really? uh, the student government president serves as a representative on the alumni association uh so oh, they're, okay. they're they're a voting member or uh, uh, they're a member of the alumni association and in turn the uh, president of the alumni association is a member a voting member of the trustees at wentworth so it kind of uh, funnels its way up interesting and it's kind of a tradition that each president once they stop being president they still kind of go to the alumni association meetings okay um so you know before me was candace nass who's still on the board nick janini was before her um who had to um, you know, move off just because he was going to school at night over at MIT and things like that. Um, but and then on, b- behind myself was Ryan Rainville, and he he serves on the board now, uh, and Joe Cobrianos. Um, so it's it's kind of wow. just a longstanding tradition. It and it just kind of happens because you go really? to the meetings, you become friends with these people, and you really see that you can make a difference, and uh, you just kind of keep coming back involved. So it's been great being I, I'm one of the youngest, if not the youngest, on the. Mm-hmm. Uh, to serve as president, and it's it's just been excellent. And uh, were there any? So what, what's a day in the life of, in like as a uh, alumni association president? <laughs> no, no different than any else. <laughs> it's but it's it's pretty it's pretty busy um, on campus. Probably 
uh, 10 to 15 times a month, I'd say. Um, my work is very understanding with that, I, you know, coming here, it was a conversation we had. Mm -hmm. um, we have many meetings for the trustees uh, and served on some committees with them and then coming to meet with uh, other, other camp, campus-wide programs and initiatives, coming to something like this. Uh, we have monthly meetings at night. Um, so it's, it's a lot, um, coming to a lot of events, speaking at a lot of events, welcoming people. Uh, it, it's, it's a lot of fun, and people, people are just great. Uh, once you start to meet the alumni out there, uh, you realize how many there really are and how closely they're connected. Yeah, there's, just, what, like 30,000 or something uh, like I think that it's almost like 58,000 or something. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's wow. a lot. And uh, you don't, the more you talk to people, you realize more people you know that went to Wentworth and... Uh, it, we, you know, we're pushing little pins where we have those on order. Um, and if you just, just something little and you see Wentworth out there, uh -huh. it really makes you form an instant bond with them. Definitely, definitely. And are there any, you mentioned some events. Are there any upcoming events that uh, you can blast out there while we're talking about? Uh, particular events. One thing that the, uh, the athletics in conjunction with the Institutional Advancement Office and, and uh, us, the WAA, are really looking to push are the athletic reunions. Um, where we're getting, they're trying to do them for every sport. Uh, where if 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 you played on men's volleyball or women's volleyball or track or whatever it is, um, to come back and, and and come back for that day, support your team and maybe play a game like the men's hockey does against yeah, against oh, each other and crazy. things like that. So. You've had things like that. Oh yeah, yeah. They, men's hockey's been doing it for I think this year's like the twentieth year or something. But uh, it's it's really good. So the more the more word we can get out there, people to come back to come to the sports would be great. Um, and you can see those calendars online. Uh, at, with the purchase of punters, we're looking. We, we've done a punters fall fest every year for four years in a row. What's, what's going on with that? Uh, I heard it got talked about that. I don't know. I heard it got purchased, but I think they're still open. Um, so we're looking to maybe in the fall we'll do one last final final bash over there. So <laughs> we four years in a row we've held a punters fall fest. So we've had alumni punters come back fest. from. All the way back from the 50s, all the way to now. We, we had 40 or 50 people there every time. It's been around since the 50s? It hasn't been, but I think they probably came back. Well, I think Steve it opened in the 70s. Was, okay, Steve I think said it, it was open in the 70s. Yeah. So. Uh, like the early 70s. Yeah. And like it surprised me a little bit, but then again. It's amazing. Like been, <laughs> it's the exact same that it was in the 70s. But <laughs> it's all it, dark. And, uh, it certainly is a fun place. We, we like to... Every, every Wentworth alumni has certain things in common, and one of those might be yeah. punter. So it, we just try to capitalize <laughs> on the things to get people to come back and connect with the school. That's fantastic. <laughs> it's definitely still a thing. I couldn't believe it got, it got purchased. Do you have any idea who, who purchased it? Well, I think it? the news article said, said Northeastern, but I don't know, I don't know much about it. Okay. So, so I, would, I would defer to Google for that. Yeah. Uh, Was that a big thing when you were in... Around here too. Uh, yeah, nice. I mean, people go to punters or, or up the up. hill, and you know, to to lot, lots of little places. So. Oh, you know, I've been going to this place recently. Um, uh, after hours over by Northeast. Okay. We were I've also talking about that with Steve. I never heard about it either, but uh, just uh, it was a last Monday. They had this uh, musician in there. Name's Grouper. She came in, and she's kind of, uh, I mean, not famous, maybe in the indie scene, but um, uh, she just appeared in Boston. She's from Portland, so she never had, uh, heads over to the Northeast. And uh, when I heard about that, I was like, you know, where's, where's uh, After Hours? I've never heard of this place. It's, it's basically over by the Northeastern, like the cafeteria area. Oh, yeah, like yeah. Right it's inside there. there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. right over there. So 
I guess technically you have to be like a Northeastern student to get there. Yep. Sometimes they do like plus ones where you can, you know, get your get your buddies in there. That's that's how it worked out. You have to start a, a Wentworth After Hours Club. That w- that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. Got to get them in. At Wentworth After Hours Club. Or just like open up the studio for, I mean, we don't have a lot of space in here, but. Yeah. <laughs> I think something like that would be. There you go. Maybe, maybe yeah, a little show in here or something. Yeah, live bands. People love that. There's, there's so many live bands at Wentworth. Like you'd be surprised. I know we're in engineering school, but like, uh, Dionysia is a big one. I don't know if you heard of them. I actually used to room with them. Okay. Um, they're they're pretty big in the local scene, and uh, you know it'd just be great to have uh, bands in here like every week. Yeah. Let me think about that. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Coming up with new ideas, ideas left and right. That's right. That's right. And um, as far as like other clubs and organizations go, um, do you foresee any any of these having some kind of uh, bridge or some kind of connection with the uh, Wentworth Alumni Association? Yeah, I mean, we would love to, to get more involved with the, the current students. Uh, one of the in, big initiatives right now is kind of the um, Wentworth uh, or Student Alumni Association, uh, Student Alumni Society (SAS). Yeah, yeah. Um, Jace Ball's running that with the with the a lot of his partners there uh it's it's excellent it's kind of teaching students what it's like to be an alumni because if you graduate and you don't really know what being an alumni is about being involved right. in the school maybe giving back to the school um just just being involved in some way and, and knowing really what what it's like to be connected to a school once you leave you're not done yeah. uh you know we're all successful because of the people that came here before us so it's important to teach students uh you know that you got to stay connected mm. um We'd love to. We work with student government pretty closely. Yeah, that's what I was gonna. Yeah, um, mention that. they always come. They always come to our meetings and kind of keep us up to date. And then we can, uh, being that all of us have been student government presidents in the past, uh, or most of us, uh, we can really give our feedback on that. And then another thing we'd really like to push, and I think we might focus on it uh, this spring and into the fall, is we'd like to work with clubs to identify all their past alumni. So, for example, with with Wire, it'd be great if we could look at the past 10 years of wire and find all the people that have graduated from wire mm. and invite them to some sort of reunion where you guys could, you know, I love you, that. Yeah. You, you could maybe, maybe you do something and you don't know why you do it and, and you could find out the person that started it, or maybe you could just kind of sit and share oh stories. And it would just be great. I mean, we could do it for every club, <laughs> uh, every club. We should be able to find who was in it and what the, yeah, what their, what their like roster the, uh, was. Yeah, just like the, the sports teams. Exactly. About, exactly. Like clubs. Wow. Cause for so many years, when I met with C. Fusi, I've always thought that, you know, he was, like, at some point, like, the director of Wire or something like that, but no, he had no relation to that. So I'm, I'm just curious, like, what uh, the other directors were, were like, what their goals were for the station, stuff like that. I think that's fantastic. Idea. And it wouldn't be hard to set it up, and I think once, if you can tap into a, a, a commonality and a passion that someone has, it's very yeah. easy to get them back. It, it's very hard to get a lot of alumni to come back. Why do I want to come back to campus? Why should sure. I come back to campus? Well, you should come back. You should help. You should help Dave here, you know, with Wire. <laughs> you should come back and talk to those guys. You should come back and help whoever. I want to come back to the studio when I'm done graduating. There's, no, there's nothing better than just, like, hanging out exactly. day after day work. There you go. Just, so like, you can start it. You, you can come back and help us out. That would be <laughs> yeah. excellent. That would be excellent. So exactly. we did it this summer with the, uh, we tried it kind of a sample program with the RA. We worked with housing, uh, and we it was a, uh, an RA reunion, and it kind of expanded out to orientation leaders and student leaders. And we had over 50 people. Wow. Uh, come and hang out on the quad and play field, play games and a lot of the people have kids now and it, it's just really really great to see everyone come back and uh, you know reminisce about the old times and then talk with the current students about what they're doing and what things are like now and if, how different they are 
or, or how dissimilar they are. People can always reach out to us. Uh, you can go on the alumni website, um, you know, at wit.edu and click alumni. Um, and you can always reach us on Facebook. I think we have an Instagram and a Twitter. I'm not, I'm not too up on up to date on those, but uh, they, they're really active. Um, we would love for you to follow our stuff, share our stuff. Um, and really see exactly what the great people here are doing uh, for you. And if you have an idea for some sort of event that you want to do, um, we're all ears. We want anything that would get you to come back to Wentworth or get you to hang out with your friends. Or yeah. if you're already doing an, an alumni gathering and you already have 20 or 30 people, let us know. We'll send you, we'll send you some swag and you can give it out to your friends. Um, we want we want to help. It just doesn't have to be a formal Wentworth event to be an alumni gathering. Sure, it's just so. like a bunch of people friends hanging out exactly like my wedding or any any party in my house it's all Wentworth people yeah. <laughs> so it's uh it's it once Wentworth people stick together so it's, it's fun and uh, uh, we just want we want to get the word out there that you know come back or let us know that you're hanging out or yeah uh, let us know if you had a baby or got married or anything like that we'd love to put it in the magazine or we'd like to put it online or in the newsletter uh, just anything to let us know that you're doing okay and you're doing great out there so exactly you guys heard it here come join the party Go. We're having a party in here right now. <laughs> so, Adam, I want to thank you so much for coming on the air today. And, uh, you know, Wentworth Alumni Association, you guys are just a fantastic group of people. And you can find what they're up to, as Adam said, through uh, if you go to wit.edu, click the alumni page, or find them on Facebook, Twitter, I think Instagram as well, at Wentworth Alumni. And, uh, you know, you can also get a hint of what we're doing next Tuesday. If you like the program, you want to tune into Leopard uh, next Tuesday at 5 p.m. You can go to uh, Wentworth Radio on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And uh, if, if you're a student, you can join us tonight at 7 p.m. We're going to be holding our uh, third meeting of the semester at uh, Beatty 401. And uh, that's our general body meeting. So you can find out how to host your very own uh, radio program, music or talk show, just like this one. So signing off, this is Dave Kreider, station director at WIRE. And this was Adam Palmer. Yes. Thank you, Dave. Thank you for having us. This was excellent. Thank you, sir. All right. And uh, have a great night, and we'll see you next week. This is Billy Joel with The Piano Man.
John at the bar is a friend of mine. He gets me my drinks for free. And he's quick with a joke or to light up your smoke. But there's some place that he'd rather be. with David, who's still in the Navy, and probably will be for life. And the waitress is practicing politics as a businessman slowly gets stoned. Yes, they're sharing a drink they call loneliness, but it's Saturday, and the manager gives me a smile, cause he knows that it's me they've been coming to see, to forget about life for a while, and the piano. 